Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Oh wait, I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot also. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks. Which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 110 of the Friends and Rivals Tomcast coming at you live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me. Each week are in protest. This is Stephen Wojtowicz. I'm Tom Jair. Tom Lorita, obviously. Are you fucking, you told these guys to fucking say that, didn't you? I swear to God, I did not. It's brilliant, oh. though. I fucking love it. God, uh, Nick, again, you, you have given, you have given the Tomcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you have given us in the past two weeks has been phenomenal. Can't wait to see what you got this week. Can't wait. I'll try to top it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Right out of the gate. This is going to be a kind of continuation a little bit of our first segment last week. Where we talked about um, calls going and being biased for players. And just when you think you had it all figured out, the Bruins and Devils play a game on Saturday night, which Steve had called a potential uh, Eastern Conference final preview, which certainly could be. I don't know why I'm sharing sound here because this video does not have sound. But in that game, uh, with about a little over two minutes left in the third period, Mike, Mikey McLeod carries the puck up and Marchant goes at him and tries to knock his head off on this type of play. You would have figured because it was Marchant, some sort of penalty would have been called on this play because it looked dirty as hell. But to me and, and Steve, I'm kind of curious as your reaction on this, the initial point of contact looked like his elbow or his arm. McLeod's. Yeah, the, the initial point of contact on McLeod looked to be kind of his arm. And if that means anything, but his head did go back in a weird type of way for sure. It's was well, when, a, you're it, a, when you're aiming for somebody's head, sometimes you do hit something else first. Yeah. Something I, else I, could I, get in the way. I, I hear you, but that's the only thing. That's the only defense I can possibly think of as to why the referees did not call at least a penalty on this play. I can't figure it out how he got away with this. If I yeah. am not mistaken, after the game, somebody from the league office said something to the effect of a player with the puck has got to not put themselves in a vulnerable position. Almost like that's, making it McLeod's fault that this happened. That's a bunch of horse shit. Victim blaming. He shouldn't have been dressed that way. <laughs> oh, this I, guy, I, it, it, what if this was Hughes? Is that a penalty? Is it because this happened against McLeod that he got away with it? Regardless of who it was against. This oh, I agree with Brad you. This, this should have been five minutes in, in game misconduct. I, I, I tend to agree with you. On this it. is a guy that's got a reputation of, of this kind of shenanigans. Right. And yeah. the refs letting him get away with this is only going to make him do it more. And think... don't give me the bullshit argument. There's two minutes left in the game. You can't, you can't call it, make a call like that with two minutes left. Right. There is, is a one goal. Whose argument is Sorry. that? 
people oh i'm sure a bunch of fucking douchebags from boston oh well yeah well i mean i was i I was thinking real people not like boston fans i was wondering who was saying that what were the uh, repercussions of this for for mcleod health wise in the past couple days well he he didn't practice today they didn't practice today he didn't practice today oh he didn't okay I'm sure Lindy Ruff said he was what day to day, right? Yeah, you're, he we're not said get actually he they actually did come out and say he was getting further testing for concussion protocol. So it wasn't like they gave you the generic upper body injury bullshit. They were very specific about it. I'm sure intentionally to make sure it be known that uh, they weren't happy. There wasn't anything called. No, but you know if, if he didn't turn away right before the hit happened. He would, have, he would have been cracked right in the head. I mean, he, he clearly turned, McLeod clearly turns his head and just takes a less, you know, less of, less it, of it, less of it on the chin. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, if you think about it, like he, he turned his head pretty hard and almost got away from it, but he still gets hit in the head. I mean, it's like he saw Marshawn coming and it wasn't like he didn't, you know, it's not that he, put, I don't think he put himself in, in danger because He's trying to get rid of the puck. It's that Marshawn finishes the check and goes high. Right. And, you know, finishing the check's one thing, but he clearly just goes right for it. It's just, it, it, I think if you didn't turn, you'd be, ta- we'd be talking about Marshawn getting suspended for like a game or two because, you know, he's from Boston and whatever bullshit. Even though he's a repeat offender and he should have gotten called up for here because he clearly went for the head. But, you know, now, now keep Bruins in mind. Are, this is Mike McLeod. Mike McLeod is six foot two. Brad oh. Marchand is listed at five foot nine. So, Bill, uh, can you do the math there? That's uh, five inches. Yeah, yeah, that's five inches. Um, so there's a five inch correct. height difference between the two. Marchand. So, how how is he getting? without going in up like standing up right everybody knows you don't hit somebody you know straight up you try and get down low so that way you keep your balance but he's almost standing straight up yeah but mcleod is kind of bending over a little bit too sure but again but if marshawn was in in a better hitting position which is knees bent he wouldn't have gotten him in the head yeah, and look, he wouldn't I, have been off balance after he made the hit. This further goes to my point and our point for the past two years that there is zero consistency with the refs calls um, and by the player's safety. I mean, the player's safety didn't come out and fine Marshawn on this play for at least a fine, let alone well, a suspension. Now, now, now there we got to go back to the consistency issue because I mean, not to dredge up a sore subject, but Alex is different than anything Troop has done seven times over the last year. Um, and yeah, every time he he doesn't get a penalty. So, well, it's there. There is consistency. They ignore. Troop was not hitting anybody in the head, Bill. <laughs> I I think I could bring videos that show otherwise. But oh, uh, what the Crosby in the playoffs right last year? Yeah. Oh, more than that. More than more Very than Sid. Good. More than Sid. Certainly more than Sid. I think there's a guy in Chicago who still doesn't know how many fingers I'm holding up. Listen, that hit on Athanasiu was, was shoulder to chest. You don't have any fingers. You're not holding up any. 
<laughs> Let the record reflect that Bill is holding up two fingers. Your Honor, please. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> so you're saying because Truba gets away with it, Marshawn should get away with it too, right? I'm not saying I'm you're putting words in my mouth that I, that I did not say. No, nobody should get away with it. It nobody sounded like you were it. implying that. He's I'm merely nobody saying should get away with it. But that the only it is consistency they ignore it. is inconsistency. Yeah. Nope, you're least, you're you're 100% right. You are 100% right. Thank you. Very inconsistent are the refs, the NHL. They all suck. Yeah, they are the worst. Like, I, I still feel like Angel Hernandez would be the best NHL referee if you just decided to pick up the sport tomorrow. You how I to mean, they're that bad. The, the NHL refs are that bad. <laughs> yeah. The fact that everybody knows his name just goes to prove how bad he is, right? You should never know an official or an umpire or a ref. You should never know their name because they've been doing the job well and you don't have any reason to know their name. Yeah. Well, in the Eastern Conference, the the push for the playoffs um, continues. And as we speak right now, the Washington Capitals are about to beat the Islanders and uh, the uh, Tampa Bay or the sorry, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and Florida Panthers are in overtime still. Toronto just won on a pajama boy goal. Wow. Oh, he's been doing that. A little bit of a little bit of life now. So the Panthers will pick up a point and move to 92 points. And the Islanders will sit at 91 with the Penguins waiting tomorrow night to play the Chicago Blackhawks, who are playing the Minnesota Wild tonight at home and losing one nothing early in the first period. Or actually in the first period. It's not early anymore. So who did the Islanders play in the last game? Uh, Montreal at home. Yeah, Montreal Wednesday. at home. Look, the, 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 the Penguins obviously have the easiest schedule of, of either of those teams um, coming up with Chicago and Columbus. Uh, one and one, one at home, one on the road. Um, so in, in, in my, in my thinking, it, they're controlling their own destiny. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, in this mathematical fact, if, as long as the Islanders don't score three times in the last minute, two seconds that they control their own destiny, they'll, they'll have, uh, the, they'll have the opportunity to, to, if they went out to, to have at least as many points as the Panthers who have the, the tiebreaker, but they would have more points than the Islanders if they went out. That's correct. That 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 loss tonight to the to the uh, to the Caps is a is a killer. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yep, they need help now. They definitely need help. So, uh, gonna be pretty interesting game. Uh, Pittsburgh and Florida can't. I mean, Pittsburgh's got two games left, so they have two chances to uh, keep this going. But uh, I think I think they will have the tiebreaker over oh they won't have the tiebreaker over the aisles if they somehow end up with the same amount of points right bill because i think it's i, I don't of, think the penguins have a tiebreaker against they definitely don't have, yeah, they don't they don't have any yeah. tiebreakers no tiebreakers they yeah. gotta be ahead so if they lose tomorrow then in regulation 
Isles would have controlled Destiny again. But if the Penguins win, then they control Destiny, and you got the final game. I mean, and the Pittsburgh, the Penguins and Isles are basically both have easy. You know, they don't have very difficult opponents left in the in the in, the, uh, in their their games left. Or but Florida, I think Carolina. The, they have Carolina. Yep. So if they lose in regulation, Carolina's would, got something to play for. They do. If they lose in regulation, I'm trying to think. I don't think the Isles can catch them. I think I think they have to let. I think they need a bit. Give me Pittsburgh to to lose because they have Florida would have 43 wins tonight. Oh wait, is it regulation no. wins? Yeah. Oh okay, regulation wins. Well, they're both tied at 40. So actually, it's not impossible for both teams, Isles and Pittsburgh, to get in right because. If Florida loses next game regulation, Isles win regulation, they'd be tied. Isles would have 41 wins. Florida's 40, right? Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. That's regulation plus overtime wins. Yes. Regular ROW is you need the RW. Yeah, coming. never mind. Nope, that's, they, have, they have one more win in regulation. So I guess the next, what would be the next tiebreaker? What's the second tiebreaker? Uh, is it head to head? Yeah, I think it's head, uh, actual tiebreakers. See, we're we're such professionals here. We we uh, do all this research and, and ahead of time. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's let's continue. This is uh, we'll come back to this one later. Jesus, can I talk about a little bit of controversy in Devil's Land when it comes to the playoffs? Please do. Is it about tickets? Yeah. <laughs> tickets it's about tickets there was a pre-sale today for season ticket full partial flex you know anybody that had any sort of season ticket package where they could you know get in early to buy tickets for the upcoming first round of the playoffs do you know what the what would your guess be if you didn't see the news <laughs> on the cheapest ticket available Oh boy, I'm gonna guess. So a ticket that would regularly regularly be about forty five bucks. I'm gonna go one fifty. Is my guess. Nick, I'm gonna go five hundred. Come on, Nick. Whoa, let's get real. That's a little batshit crazy, Nick. It's the Devils. Come on. All right, that was my guess. All right. I, I'm assuming Tom knows. I, I yeah, I can't guess because I know. Two hundred and twenty five dollars. Oh, I win. Nick overbid. I win. Price is right. Rules. I thought oh. it was 250. But regardless, it's with fucking fees, ridiculous. it winds up being around 250. Yeah. Per yeah. Season, which insane. is it's that's ridiculous. It's the first round of the playoffs. You haven't been to the playoffs forever. Throw the fans they, a little bone. They know you, know, you don't have to is. if you're gonna be two if you're gonna be 225 for the first round, that means a Stanley Cup ticket's gonna be like 450. Well, is it really true that Rangers fans bought 10,000 of them? Because that's well, just they hilarious. They couldn't. It, 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 they can buy them like on the resale market. I, I thought I saw someone like the Brad Pack or someone say that like they like ten thousand Ranger fans already bought. There's no tickets. There was unless they the had Devils. Devils season ticket plans. There would have been no way for them to get them. I mean, it's possible. Wow. Then, then you've invested already too much into the Devils more than you probably have for Ranger than you have in Rangers tickets this season. I, I will now jump off my soapbox for now. 
I, I like Steve's soapbox. It's it's a lot of fun. Gouging the fans. This was this yeah. is Rutgers marketing 101, right? Rutgers got good for two seasons, and all of a sudden it was you have to donate in order to get parking, and they went overboard too quickly and and pushed a lot of people away. But now they have such a powerhouse football program. Right, exactly. <laughs> so wait, so so Steve, so Steve, you texted out that little goofy thing that uh, the NHL posted on on the Twitterverse today, with the uh, if the Stanley Cup playoffs started uh-huh. today, yeah. and there was like three, three teams that three, were set. three out of sixteen teams were filled out. Doesn't that speak to the competitive balance that's in the league? That where we have like two games left in the entire season and. There's three spots that are solidified in the NHL playoffs. I I mean, I would say so. We know, you know, we know the Devils and Rangers are making it. They've already clinched their spot. It was just a matter of where they're going to fall in on the bracket. But I, I, but I, I kind of like that. I'm, I'm all right with all that. I don't think any teams would be unhappy. That's what this this is. This is great for the sport. Where the salary anyway, cap comes in, right? That was my little take on that. I I, I like the tweet. I like the, the text. Um, all right, let's go take a ride in the metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance. Of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside, anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Bill, we will start in Penguins Land. Well, uh, what can I tell you? Um, Goaltending. So after, after. Yeah. No, I won't go into Colts. Um, after uh, another week, uh, the the it looks like the Penguins have uh, their destiny in their own hands again, as we kind of already mentioned. The um, after the Islanders, you know, lost tonight, which you know surprised me. Uh, uh, they were playing they were playing well enough, you know, in, in a Washington team that really has nothing to play for. I, I thought I assumed the Islanders were going to win this one. Um, but that's just, that's just like the, what happens in the final few days of, of the season when you're in a dogfight, like things just really shift crazily, uh, quickly. So, uh, so the Penguins, uh, after, uh, a week where they, we saw them lose to the devils. Um, that was, you know, a week ago, we were talking about that on our, on our last show, uh, that game was going on. Uh, after that, they, they, uh, had to win in Minnesota, um, uh, home against Minnesota four to one. And then they went to Detroit, where, who just beat up on them a couple of weeks ago in a in a very pivotal game. Uh, but they they were able to take care of business in Detroit uh, on Saturday, and they won that one five to one. Um, and so now they're set up for the last two games against Chicago and Columbus. And uh, and you know I remember saying on the last podcast, there's no way the Pens are going to win out. They they just don't 
you know, how many four game winning streaks have they had this season? I think maybe, maybe like twice it's happened. Um, and they've been so inconsistent uh, over the last few weeks that it's not something I expected. And it's still not something, you know, that I'm sure is going to happen. Um, but they are set up uh, with, with some shitty opponents uh, for the last two games. And um, boy, it, if, if, or when they do lose one of them, it's going to hurt. That one's going to hurt because it's probably going to knock them out if, if, uh, if they don't take all these points. Uh, but they do have the opportunity there to take all the points. And, and you know, in, in thinking about it, um, I mean, the, the up and down way the Penguins have been all season, the, the amount of the, how bad they've been as a third period team. I mean, they just don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And, and if they don't get there, if they, you know, win, if they, if they win a game and lose something in overtime and miss by a point, there's no tragedy in it. There's no, Oh, we, we were so close. I mean, they had every opportunity um, all season to, to put themselves in a, in a playoff spot. Uh, uh, and, and they just, repeatedly don't take advantage i kind of expect them with this little tiny bit of breathing space that the islanders kind of gave them uh tonight that they're going to go choke it uh, against chicago tomorrow that's just kind of the way things have gone this season um but uh you know that they do have they they are seeming to come together a little bit um crosby had a big game in detroit uh had had three points and and is starting to i mean if he gets hot if if that line gets hot um i mean that could certainly carry them uh into the playoffs um where they would simply get obliterated by the hurricanes or the bruins or the devils <laughs> it's just if they get there it's just not a happy destination where they're going to end up anyway but but uh you know exciting hockey uh an opportunity uh, with the playoffs on the line um i think in a lot of ways you know um as as much as i've been kind of up and down on the penguins all season that's really kind of what you want as a as a fan you know uh, to to have that chance to to get that playoff berth um, and and to be in it in the last couple of games, um, it's important to have important games. Important to have important games. It's <laughs> it's it's a great thing to be playing meaningful hockey um, uh, at the end of April, uh, and and I don't take that for granted. Even though they're going for their seventeenth uh, whatever playoff appearance in a row, um, so it's not all it's not all the shitty things that I've said about them, uh, but you know. Um, exciting for a few days and then and then but I'm, I'm still can't help but dread what's going to happen when the playoffs begin uh if if they make it so that's what's going on for the pens all right steve carolina loses in regulation time tonight to the ottawa senators Whew. big opportunity for the devils they have a pretty light uh final two games so we'll see uh what they can do but we'll take a step back and we'll talk about uh, the past week, uh, we'll just start with the game against Columbus uh, last Thursday, uh, which was a four to, uh, I'm sorry, an eight to one drubbing uh, that saw Johnny Hockey leave uh, mid-game due to illness. Uh, I'm sure you can speculate as to what that illness was. Cramps. Okay. 11 different players with points. Hughes, two goals and two assists. His first four-point game of his career. Um, in the two home games in New Jersey against Columbus, they outscored them 15-2. to two. Um, And it was uh, cool to see Adam uh, Ryan Graves get on the scoreboard again. Three games uh, against Columbus. He scored goals in each of them. Three of his eight goals 
all against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So fuck you, Columbus and Johnny Hockey. They followed that up on Saturday night with a loss to Boston and what, again, what I thought was a possible Eastern Conference final matchup. All three goals were scored in the first seven minutes. And unfortunately, both goals scored by Boston came off the stick of Pavel Zaka. So uh, he got a little revenge on us. The uh, the one goal, the score, the devil scored by Jesper Bratt was assisted by Jack Hughes. And that was his 96th point of the season, tying him for the franchise record in points in a, in a season. So he's got a couple couple games to uh, to put that one away. And uh, it just makes you wonder, where would they have been if they just started out a little bit better? You know, they, they were solid the rest of the game after they gave up those two goals. If they would have just started out a little bit better, could they have come out on top? Um, but Boston did prevent them from using their speed. Uh, aside from the two games, uh, there was a report that Timo Meyer's contract talks have been pushed off to the end of the season. They're letting him focus on playing and they're letting him get acclimated to New Jersey and make sure he likes the area before they move on with those discussions. Um, and Luke Hughes has signed his contract. He's expected to play in at least one of the final two games. I would expect tomorrow at home, give him the game at home as opposed to giving him the game on the road would be more meaningful. And uh, this week's useless stat, Mackenzie Blackwood, who, who was in net against Boston on Saturday night, has faced 40 or more shots four times this season. Vitek Vanacek hasn't had a game where he's faced more than 38. So is that defensive coverage? Is that who's who he's playing against? It's, it's weird, just a weird stat out there uh, and not sure if it really has any meaning whatsoever well do you think i'm just wondering like having if you've watched some of those games do you think that blackwood is maybe leaving more rebounds more, out it's quite possible he, he has been known to uh to leave those meaty rebounds out there um for easy chances so that's definitely a possibility astute astute point by one william fougere i was very um, astute bill so to wrap up the season tuesday at home versus Buffalo. Again, I'm expecting that to be the game that Luke Hughes gets in. And then Thursday at Washington to finish out the regular season campaign. Over across the river for the Rangers this past week. Um, thank God the back-to-back games are over. And I, I hope in the playoffs we don't have to play back-to-back because the Rangers just are God awful on the second game of the back-to-backs. It fucking awful. So before we get to the to this back half of that back-to-back, uh, they play a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning on the fifth. Um, and this was this was a very entertaining, really, really good hockey game. Lots of hitting. Um, there was fights, there was great hits, there was fights after hits, there was goals scored. It was uh it was a wonderful game to watch between two really good hockey teams. Uh Kreider had a pair of goals, Mott had a pair of goals and in a Rangers six to three win over the Lightning uh on Wednesday. And then they go to St. Louis and Jesus, I was I was tweeting at Colin Stevenson, who's the Rangers beat reporter for Newsday, because this was the most boring 
game I have ever witnessed in my 25 plus years watching hockey. I was, I, I, of, I felt bad for him that he had to watch this game live. It's kind of funny because he was saying that the same thing about reading your tweets. I'm, I'm sure he, Ooh. I am positive he was, um, but Jesus Christ, was that a boring fucking hockey game? Uh, it was Tarasenko's return to St. Louis as along with Miko Nikola, Nikola. In the return, they both got their videos. They both got their standing ovations, all that stuff. Uh, in his return, Tarasenko did have a goal, uh, but the Rangers do lose in overtime 3-2 to two in a game they really did not even deserve a point in. Um, and then, you know, you, you, you have to play a, a Columbus Blue Jackets team on Saturday night. Uh, I didn't watch any of this game. Um, I was I had a family commitment on Saturday that I was, I was with. Uh, the Rangers took care of the Columbus Blue Jackets very easily for nothing. And then they play the Buffalo Sabres tonight in the second to last game of the regular season. Then they face Eugene Levy again, who, who beats them in, in a shootout this time. Um, and Keandre Miller really coughed, coughed up the puck in the third period and basically gave Buffalo the opportunity to go to overtime and go to the shootout to win it. So good job, Keandre Miller. Good to see you're in, in playoff form already. Uh, last game of the regular season is Thursday evening against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, and yeah, the Rangers are, you know, one point behind the devils now for, for third place. And regardless of what's going to happen, I still think they're in third place, regardless of, so of what happens. The Devils need one point in the final two yeah. to secure home ice. That's what it boils down to. Basically. And and they're going to get it tomorrow night against a, a Buffalo Sabres team who's, who's coming off a, a good, solid win tonight with all those good feelings that they're going to have to just get smoked by the Devils tomorrow night. So, Steve, put your money on the Devils. And lastly, we will go to... The Go out tonight, Buffalo. Go hit Peter Luger's tonight. Get that steak. Enjoy your victory in New York. Oh, they 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 already have. Eugene Levy is already partying it up. Well, uh, I also had a, a pretty good week last week. Uh, two wins, two big wins. Uh, combined scoring of, what was it, uh, 10 goals to one uh, in two games. Uh, biggest monkey off the back was good, beating Tampa uh, after like, a small little uh, uh, chance to win a couple games uh, against, uh, you know, to try to solidify this, this uh, playoff spot. They lost the previous week to Tampa and Carolina. Uh, and then the next week they, they went home, played Tampa, uh, won six to one. Um, and uh, basically just kind of steamrolled them. They uh, did not have a good Tampa looked Flat or the Isles were just outworking them everywhere. And I, I you know, knowing that the Tampa is with cut team, they are, they definitely looked a little slow, a little tired. Um, and uh, basically Isles just whooped their ass. I mean, it was uh, second period, all the goals happened. It was four goals in the Isles in the second. Um, once they got to a three goal lead, it was, it felt like it probably was, was all it needed. Um, a couple more goals in the, in the third period. Um, Sorokin was great, great as always. Uh, I, goals from everywhere: uh, Pellick, Nelson, Palmieri, Pulak, Holmstrom, Horvat all scored. Horvat getting the goal was his 38th of the year, but he hasn't had a lot of goals since coming to the Isles and since his first, you know, week and a half with with Barzal. Um, so that was it was good to get see him get a goal. Um, I was hoping he'd get to 40 this year, which now he's going to have to get the last two uh, 
it looks like uh, tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, the last game of the year. Uh, so we then had a game. The next game was uh, in at home again against Philly. This was so. This is this. This was kind of like you know we got to beat these guys and they beat Fuck the, the sheriff. Fuck the Flyers. Um, shutout. Sorokin has a league-leading sixth shutout uh, of the season. Um, he'll likely end up with six uh, unless they he can blank the the Montreal uh, Canadiens to win win out the year. But uh, that was a uh, that was a pretty interesting stat that there's not really any of our goalies had 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 six. He's a, he's lone lone guy with six on the year. So I think that says a lot about really scoring in this league right now. It feels like everyone's scoring at a higher rate. I'm sure if you look at the you know year over year numbers, um, it's probably accurate. But surprising that no one had more than five going at this point of the year, um, to me at least. And the number of those games that, that Sorokin could have had, you know, uh, he had one goal wins were pretty much garbage goals that they probably could have avoided. So he could have had a couple more. So pretty good, interesting thing. Uh, goals from a few different areas. Um, Mayfield, Bolduc, Nelson, Fashing. Not only of those, Nelson's the only real goal scorer, but, uh, you know, two defensemen and, and Fashing chipping in. And, uh, you know, they look, uh, it looked pretty good. So that was really nice, uh, to see, uh, those two big wins at home. Obviously they lost tonight in Washington, um, and score was, I think five to two. Um, but uh, that game was over very quickly and I'll talk about that one next week. Uh, either way, I guess. So, uh, Isles, uh, news wise, no Barzal news, likely not going to make it back in time unless the Isles make the playoffs and um, he miraculously makes it back. And I mean, there hasn't been much chatter at all. Um, Parise nominated for the Masterson from the, from the Isles. I don't think he's winning it this year, but he's played a hell of a hell of a good year. Um, and likely will come back next year. That's what kind of like the, the rumor is or word on the street. Uh, and then lastly, just a uh, shout out to Matthew Maggio, who signed, signed his ATO with Bridgeport this uh, this uh, this week. He's a fifth rounder, 2022, so last year's draft. Uh, he had 54 goals in 66 games, 111 points on the year in the OHL. Um, and he just seemed to be having like, you know, he was constantly being on my Twitter feed just all season, goal, goal, goal. Uh, hey, maybe he's a guy that comes out of nowhere and uh, is is a big goal scorer for the Isles down the road. But uh, nice to see a fifth rounder get a ATO and uh, you know have a really good season. He played for the Windsor Spitfires, who got knocked out in the first round um, in, in the OHL playoffs. And that kind of rounds out the week. Um, one game left for the Isles, Montreal on Wednesday at home. So that's a do or die. Uh, I'm an idiot also just to remind everybody yep. um, that the <laughs> that the uh, the Florida only actually has one more point than the Isles. I was looking at it. I don't know why I thought they had two after tonight's game. So realistically, Florida could lose. Isles could win. Um, and uh, Isles would make it in no matter what. They, they do need help, but it's not as dire as needing both Florida and Pittsburgh to um to lose, I guess. Well, they both, no, I guess they both have to lose. Either way, they both can make it. Pittsburgh could make the Pittsburgh and the Isles could both make it. Florida could still lose. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, but either way, it's uh, they need help now at this point. 
Sorry. Uh, Buffalo can still make it. They're mathematically still alive. They still got three games left. Jesus. Yeah, that'd be bad news for all of our teams. If, yeah, that'd be bad news for both of our teams if, I mean, if they're even in the conversation. They, 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 can make, <laughs> they can make 93 points. That would mean the Isles and Pittsburgh would have to get less than 93. So uh, Isles would have to lose in overtime. Pittsburgh would have to get a maximum of two points. So that four that they can get. And Buffalo would win all three games. It would be very difficult. I'm going to jump in here and do a little pre-Bill trivia for everyone. So this, I feel bad sometimes for Bill because he never gets to participate. You feel in the bad. Portion. You feel bad for Bill. Yeah, because he I, never I gets to participate. I, I, He's so I smart and he never gets. I don't to show think it off. you feel bad for Bill. He's so smart he never gets to show it off. So that's true. I'm Eric, damn smart. Eric Carlson became the sixth ever defenseman to reach the 100 point mark. Can you name the other five? No. Me? No. Uh, um, you're so smart, Bill. I wanted you to brag. I Is it say, five uh, players or? Five or different it? players, not five, five occasions. Five different yeah, players. Okay. Bobby Orr. Right. Bobby Orr. Obvious. Did Obvious. It. Okay. Uh, Ray Paul Bork. Coffee. Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey did it. Or did not. Yeah. Leach came so, close, but Leach did not do it. Did he not? I I, I was gonna. Or no, no. I'm sorry. He had Brian 100. Leach. He had 102 points in 91, 92. Brian Leach did it. Yes. Yes. All right. We got three. Ooh, we're hot. So there's two more. Ooh, this is where you gotta think 80s. You gotta think 80s defense. Gotta player. be 80s. Guys like uh, who's that guy for the Winnipeg wasn't, Jets? Wasn't. Phil Housley. Phil Housley is a no. Oh. But I like where your head is at. You're, there's definitely a player of that era, of that ilk, that ilk. you're going to get. There's uh, so, so, we, so we should start to – how many guesses do we get? Oh, we should well, just throw names out there? <laughs> Nicholas Lidstrom? No. No. And Chris Chelios was the other one that, that came – No. That was in my mind. No. Zubov came close. Zubov was in the 80s, but I don't think Zubov ever got cracked no. 100. Mm. White men from the 80s. Gonchar? Mm. No, only no. against the Rangers, Nick. <laughs> you're, you're up to nine guesses. I'll give you three more. So that way you could have gotten six right and six wrong. Wasn't Zarly Zalapsky? <laughs> no. Uh, was it somebody who played with Gretzky? A certain name of guys who no. wasn't. Um, was not a no, guy who played with Gretzky. And I don't think there was another penguin to do it either. I don't even know if Coffee did it as a penguin. Um, no, he, I think he did it as an Oiler, Bill. Uh, well, he definitely he definitely did it as an Oiler. I don't know if he did it, but I think he did it more than once. Did Did McInnes do it in Calgary? Ooh, good one. Or or in St. Louis, McKinnis is one of them. Oh, excellent! Ooh. Good, good guess. Mm. One more. So you've got two guesses to get one player. Oh. 
Was it prior to 2000? Yes. His 80s? It might have even been seven. Uh, no, I would say 80s, yes. What was it? Billy, I don't think it was Brad Park, was it? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he got it either. What about he the... did it in 1978, 1979. Oh, that yeah. season. Wow. Maybe a Bruin? I don't think it's I don't think it's Bob Bruin. Maybe what was it, Brad Park? Well, let's just throw it out there. Yeah. How about Brad Park on this thing too? So Brad Park. No. I like, was Nick's an official guest, Dennis Poppin? Yes. Uh, Poppin sucks. No, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't Poppin. <laughs> Maybe Montreal? Canadian? Oh, Larry, Larry Canadian? Robinson? No, Larry Robinson? No, I don't think it was Larry Robinson. No, yeah. But, you know, can, Canadians were good in 79, yeah. right? Didn't they win the cup? They won the cup in 79. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Larry Robinson. Yeah, there it is, Bill. <laughs> you cannot go to a Rangers game without hearing this person's huh. name. And so it was Potvin sucks. It was Potvin. Oh. Oh, 30, oh, 31 goals, thought, 70 assists. We're going to believe my, you when you say it wasn't. <laughs> I, did, I thought, okay, all right, whatever. I thought you said my, my guess was. Yeah, whatever. I didn't say <laughs> anything. I just looked at you. I was just saying oh. Potvin sucks. Okay. Oh. You look. You, you look. Oh. Say, look at me. It looks like you're looking at all of us. I don't see how you're looking at me. Well, you're down there. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for trivia with Bill. Wait, yeah. we're still doing trivia. We're still doing trivia. Now this is the wrong Bill. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not stealing well, his segment. I have just, to get the 10th question out of the way or else we're out of sync. It was a bonus. It was a bonus question. Uh, well, it was a great bonus question, Stephen. Good. So we're so now that we're on our trivia answering toes, we'll probably get this one really quickly. That's great. Probably. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. The question, uh, that is uh, B. He he was B on this list, uh, right. but it was not him. He was B uh, on multiple choice. God not damn Wayne Gretzky. Okay, so the question. Mark who, Messier. Mark Messi is not on, no, is not the answer and is not on the list. The question, who? Mario Lemieux. It's not Mario Lemieux. Um, should I ask the question at all? Or, uh, no, yeah, go, of course you should. Should. How are we going to answer ahead. the question if we don't know the question? That's what I've been trying to figure out yeah, through the duh, first three guesses. Cool. Duh. Who was the first? Grant Fuhr. No, it wasn't Grant Fuhr. Why? Uh, unless the question was who are former Oilers, why would you guess Gretzky and Grant Fuhr uh, as as being on the same? You know, because you know Gretzky was on the multiple choice. All right, all right, Bill. Just ask. What's the, the question, question, Bill? Jesus Christ! Who was the first? Brett Hall. NH- it was not Brett Hall. No, I, I guess. Uh, so I guess you guys are just guessing until until. No, we we're waiting for you to ask the question. That's a stupid question. Who was the first? Gordy NH- Howe. G- Gordy Howe is C on the multiple choice. Is not the correct answer. Oh. It's not the correct answer. So close. 
Uh, so you want me Man. to just give you the, the two uh, nope. multiple choice Nope, uh, I want you answers? to ask the question. No, we yeah. haven't heard We've the question waiting yet. 10 minutes. I know, because you interrupt me every time I try to ask oh, the question. God. Who was the first NHL player to score 50 goals in a season? Whew. I never took that long to get a question. Out before. <laughs> All right, it'll be I'm longer exhausted. next week. Don't you worry. Brad um, Park? That's, that's, what, that's what my chick was telling me, but it never happens. Steve, the Red Rocket, guys, man. Ooh, Red Rocket, Red Rocket, come over. Um, not not Steve Eisman. No, he was not the first fifty goal scorer. Uh, David Pasternak. Pasternak, no, like a current player, not not the first fifty goal scorer. This happened oh. a while ago. Uh, well, he had six. Not surprisingly, Bob Probert. Bob Probert did not reach the fifty goal plateau. Surprisingly, in his illustrious career. Oh. I Dean we were Youngblood. Career. Youngblood, that's a fictional character. We're we're not looking for a fictional character. Uh, we are looking for a former NHL player. We're a real one. Is this player a forward? Yes. Is this player yes, associated with the New Jersey Devils? Uh, no. Is this no, player associated with the New York I, Islanders? I, are you confusing this with the next segment? Um, this is the wrong segment it's for the these wrong... questions. <laughs> yes. Well, we did uh, trivia already, but... so you can see he's out of order a little bit. He was not an Islander, no. Uh, uh, Gordy Howe. That was a guess already. Uh, when you listen back, you're gonna uh, laugh. You're, you're, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna. I'm laugh. laughing already. No, it was not Gordy Howe. Um, was this Do before I... before forward passes were legal in in football? Because forward in, in passes NHL. were always legal in the NHL. Is it Hobie Baker? Mm. No, not Hobie. Not Hobie. It was Tamu Solani? No, uh, not it... the Finnish Flash. No. Is it Ted Lindsay? No. Do Pavel multiple Bure. Pavel Bure. Oh, no. Russian rocket. You're Candace all about the Bure. rocket tonight, Nick. Yeah. Lots of Pavel rockets. Buchnevich. Not Pavel Buchnevich. Okay. You should really keep going on the rocket theme, though. I like that rocket theme. Okay. Alex Cheriponov. Hakeem Elijah. He's, he's dead. <laughs> no. No. Not that. Not a Houston rocket. Oh, well, you got it. I mean, specify, Jesus! It's still an NHL player. Spud Webb? No, no, don't start. Please don't go down to the NBA path. Uh, Tony Esposito, a goaltender? A, a, no, interestingly, no. Yeah, I'm, there's no I'm googling the 50. answer right now. Well, he, oh, he had a lot of brothers, right? That, that whole family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, you, they were one of the top scoring uh, brothers in history. Such a brothers in history. That that's for sure. No doubt. Along with uh, Wayne and Brent Gretzky. What? What, what about their other? What about his other brother? His other? There's another Esposito. Yeah, Bobby Esposito. Bobby Esposito. I, yeah, he's a good Italian kid. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, so and, and Luke and Luke Esposito and Harry Esposito, the whole Esposito gang. It's a fairly common uh, Meridian, Uncle Meridian. Yeah. All the little meridians. You really have watched Johnny Jameson <laughs> a lot this week. <laughs> so we're so you know in the interest of like that tight forty-five. I don't know if we want to go jump ahead to the. Uh, All right, choice. give us the other. Yeah. Give us the other two guesses. It's Rocket Richard and who else? Rocket Richard is correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Eddie Shore well, was the other multiple choice. Oh. Sure, it was. That's correct. That's what I said. Great. Wow. That's great. Oh. 
And now it's time for Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Bravo podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Questions Power Play. The rules are simple. Group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four Friends of Rivals favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Is this player associated with the New York Rangers? Yes. Person associated with the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Ooh, is this person associated with the New York Islanders? No. Person associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes. Islander? No, no, no. Devil Ranger Penguin. Yes. Did this player play in the 2000s? Yes. This player a forward? Yes. Is this player an all star? No. Oh, Marty Straka? No. I think Aaron Ashton happened already a couple weeks ago. Yeah, too. it did. It <laughs> definitely did. Kevin Weeks happened. Um, did this player win a Stanley Cup with the New Jersey Devils? Uh, 2000 or 2003? Uh, no. Was it Mike Rupp? No. Ryan Boyle? No. Damn good oh. guess, Bill. Dang it. Uh, Yarmir Yager? No. I figured that was too high profile. Yeah, oh, he was an all-star, all-star. too. Wasn't he? Yeah. Dur, uh, I, I think, think Yager was an all-star. Was he? <laughs> Was Peter Sakura? Nope. Oh, that was a good guess. That was a good poll. I was, yeah. But he was on the cup teams with the Devils, so. Well, whose birthday right. is today? <laughs> <laughs> we got one last All shot. Right. One shot. shot. Anybody? Bueller? Uh, uh, Steve take a guess. What? Steve should take a guess. I agree. Why? Because we don't know. Because it was mainly a devil, it sounds like. Thank you, Bill. No, there you go. Okay. I was smart. I really have nothing now. All right. Yep. I got nothing. All right. This, this uh, fellow was drafted in the 93 NHL draft third round by the New Jersey Devils. That helps. And he was a left winger from Poland, Christoph Oriwa. He was a ranger? Brief time. That was brief. 
Wow. Nine games played. Not very much. Oh, really, Christ. really not much. He got traded, I guess, during that season, early in the season. Christoph he played nine games. Oliva. Played nine games to the Rangers and 33 for Boston. But the way it's organized, it looks like they traded him to Boston. I don't know. Anyway, he played most of his, his career for the Devils. Uh, five years, 210 games. And he played two seasons for Pittsburgh, only 83 games. And those nine games for the Rangers. But he did have that's, a catchy, uh, catchy, uh, catchy chant. It was Kristoff Oreva. Kristoff Oreva. I don't ever remember doing that. I did that at a Devils game. <laughs> I remember it. Don't ever remember doing it. Because he was, you know, I remember him being like uh, hitting hitting things and hit, fighting people. And yeah, absolutely. Blah, blah. Tough guy fan favorite. Fun, fun. You guys lost <sighs> this one. Christoph Olio. We're, gotcha. we're on a, we're over. We're on a, we're on a losing three. streak. Christoph's uh, birthday is April 12th. He is uh, oh. going to be 49 years old. That's fantastic. Going to be, that's always great. Going 49 to years. Nobody, young. First of all, nobody asked you. Second of all, that's in two days. <laughs> why don't, why don't you wait till somebody asks you next time? I'll tell you 45. Come on. Not, wow. Yeah. 11 right. for 21 is the, uh, is the running total oh, just for the record. Those of you keeping our score Dropping like a rock. We're still over 50%, though. Yeah. Bill, check my math. Okay, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2012. Please go to July 20th. July 20. Did you change on Steve? No. Tom. He's always going to pick out the right book. July what? Was it the was it fourteen? Yeah, it's two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. At fourteen. I did say two thousand fourteen. Right now you said two thousand twelve. Oh, did I? We've I, got. I, honest to God, you I got three I was, witnesses. I fucking. I what am I doing here? I got two books out. <laughs> two, two. It's the two thousand fourteen. I got two out now. I don't know which one to go so to. Definitely two thousand fourteen. So I'm sorry. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Too many books. My bad. I was looking at July 20th. I just made a mess over here because I had to scramble to get to the uh, 2012 book. Oh, boy. Well, we can Jesus. look at that one, too. It's no problem. 2014, July 14th. I think that's how the Europeans say the date. July um, July 20th. July 20th. July 20th was a Sunday. Uh, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar can for breakfast only. Only, only soda for breakfast. Gotcha. Only soda for breakfast because we were yeah. going to a, a friend's uh, a birthday party for their child where I had a uh, pork chop and some chicken salad and some tater tots with two Coca-Cola Zero Sugars. Why did you pick July 20th, 2014? 
that was the day that two people two two were arrested for allegedly uh engaging in sex on the beach not the drink oh no no in daylight and in full view of a number of families with children wow jose benny Rodriguez? no Benny Caballero, 39, and Alyssa Alvarez, 20, uh, both of Bradenton, Florida, each face charges of lewd and lascivious. Yeah, I can't even pronounce that word. How did you know that? Uh, Behavior. Because a lot of times in news reports, once you hear the word lewd, Uh, are you you Benny? Are you Benny? My God. He's like, I've got the mug shot. <laughs> uh, a witness told police she saw the couple go at it for about 25 minutes. Good job, Benny. 25 minutes Woo! Uh, on their beach towel. Break she, got offended. she got offended that she's <laughs> never gotten it for 25 minutes. That's why she was complaining to the cops. Break for a quick swim, then fall asleep for what seemed like hours uh, at Cortez Beach in South Bradenton. Uh, the complaint was uh, the complainant was upset because her four-year-old daughter witnessed the scene and started asking questions, according to the police report. Uh, she said the couple woke up, fondled each other, and started having sex again. At this point, the woman uh, said the onlookers called police. Another witness confronted the couple before police arrived. In the 911 call, a witness told the dispatcher that the couple cannot stop getting naked. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 911 call? I get get if you're going to be a a jerk off about it that you're going to call the police because, oh, they're having sex in front of my kids. Is that a fucking emergency? Well, two consensual people called the non-emergency police line. No one knows that number. It's not nine one one. Well, yes, it's not nine one one. Nine one one is very easy to remember and dial. Anyway, um, they cannot stop getting naked. She's described the man as muscular Mm. and wearing a Um, speedo. Of course, well, easy, easy (laughs) access. Wait, that you you were afraid I was going to say a chicken costume. Um, At least six people, six people filed complaints with the Bradenton Beach Police Department. Uh, Alvarez and uh, Caballero uh, denied having sex on the beach, even although Alvarez admitted to taking off her top, uh, saying she was just having fun. One of the witnesses filmed uh, redtube.com. (laughs) <laughs> uh, forward slash sex on the beach. Uh, one of the witnesses filmed the couple with a camera phone and then turned the video over to police uh, to be used as evidence. However, to be, to be used. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said the, the footage doesn't really show anything because the couples were still wearing their bathing suits. Nice videos. You got nice to get the, get the bob shot in order to really. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like right. they, uh, they really blew this one. All you can, all you can see, really, all you can really see is grinding. The police officer said, "That's great." Cabrera's uh, were arrested and taken to the Manatee County Jail, where they each posted a seventy-five hundred dollar bond and were released. 
Time's a creep. Time is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. I love that the woman that they interviewed early in the uh, in the article, she didn't complain to the police. She was just complaining to the newspaper reporter, right? Well, she was bitching and moaning that her four year old daughter was started asking her questions. But she's not the one that called the cops. Uh, uh, it didn't seem like she was the one that called the cops. No, they stopped talking about her and went on to other witnesses that confronted the that confronted the couple, muscular and wearing a speedo. Mm. Ooh, they cannot stop getting naked. Billy had that problem, and then we had an intervention. Now he's now he's better. No, Bill. No, we said don't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goddamn. That I mean, that's uh, that's that's mild for Florida. Uh, yeah, well, listen, it's, people, it's, it's just people there's, screwing. That's there's all. something about having sex in public that really just turns people on i don't know crowded beach middle of the day that's sounds amazing brazen i'm oh, guessing no. they might have been slightly inebriated or, you know there was they were under the influence of something i'm guessing it had to be 25 Just minutes guessing. had to be right let me put I some know. sort of numbing cream on Did they have hymns back then i don't think so no I'm just trying to think about what kind of what cell phone was out in 2014. That video is probably so pixelated. 2014, we were like that would have been like an iPhone seven or something. Uh, It's. I mean, you're probably you're probably right on there. You're probably right on or around there. Even still, that was a pretty decent camera. Yeah. No. Nothing else. All right. That's gonna that's gonna do it for us this week. Tight 45. <laughs> uh, don't forget to go on a Twitter at friends underscore rivals Facebook YouTube friends and rivals podcast. Uh, while you're on Apple Podcast, go and give us a review. We will read on the air if you want us to. Um, while you're there, turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals Tomcast. Billy, say something witty. Well, related to your story, uh, there was some video of the police arresting uh, Mr. Alvarez, uh, Mr. Jose Benny Alvarez, and they said, you're being charged with lewd and lascivious. And then he was like, no, no, what? Lascivious? What's my sister got to do with this?